Welcome, everybody, to another episode of The Business Boys, episode 60, the big 6-0. I'm here with my my gin tonic, delicious, little lemon in it, out of cucumbers, but it's still good. With me, as always, my main man, Spence. How are you? Doing all right, doing all right, doing all right. It's been one of those weeks where I haven't been that productive, just been so lazy. But uh, yeah, episode 60, I thought I'd join you for a nice drink. I got a big fat glass of Sauvignon Blanc. Oh, look at this guy with a nice tall wine glass and everything. The only reason I have this wine, it's not very good, is because I needed a white wine to deglaze my dinner last night, this guy's which was delightful. Look at you. No more pogos, huh? Well, you know, you still got to throw in the pogos every now and then. But it's so nice I, to make a nice meal, and white wine's great, great, man. So uh, I, got, cooking. I got a little drink, uh, drink tip for y'all. Um, mm-hmm. uh, now that we're talking about the white wine, um, if you ever want to try a good drink, especially if you're not drinking the best of white wines, you can try a Kir, K-I-R. And you take a little, it's called creme de cassis. It's like uh, it's like raspberry or some some kind of like a, um, like a creamy alcohol, and you take just a little, just put a little bit in your white wine for a cure or a cure royale is with uh, is with champagne, and you just put a little in, and it makes it, it gives it like a nice little sweet flavor. It's pretty good. I, I recommend. I had some I had some this weekend while watching uh, Queer Eye. It was fucking great. <laughs> mm. I had some like $70 champagne a few weekends Ooh. ago. Holy shit, man. You can chug that stuff. It is so good. <laughs> That's how classy we are, right? Eh? Well, you can chug that stuff. It goes down so smooth. And I'm not a champagne guy. The only time I drink sh- champagne is the cheap stuff on New Year's, New Year's, New Year's Eve. So, mm-hmm. God damn, that was delightful though. Yeah. Have you watched Queer Eye at all? It's, uh, let me tell you. Nope. I, I only started on season five. My girlfriend watches it. It was her birthday. We had to have a nice uh, rest and relaxation weekend. It was wonderful, but it was a really good show. Season five. Whew. That was very popular on Netflix and I've heard good things. Yeah. Of course, we also watched Accepted, which is like one of my favorite movies ever. With yeah, through the last pod. Yeah. Great watch. Very rewatchable. Did we talk about it on the last pod? I don't think so. Yeah, you know, we touched on it a little bit. A little Justin Long, Fat Jonah Hill. It's good yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's great. Good, good stuff. That. Yeah, it's a good weekend. But it's nice to be Dude, back. Dude, you know what I started? Yeah. yeah. You know what I started doing is, uh, you know, I was always a big body wash guy in the shower when it first came out. I, I used to find that um, the good old bar of soap would leave my skin kind of dry after showers. But now I moisturize, you know, I'm a man now, I'm no longer a boy. And I realized, man, the bar of soap, you get nice Dove soap, man, you get like the best clean with that. It's cheaper. You can get six bars for six bucks on Amazon. Um, I think body wash is a complete scam. And I've been scammed for 15 years. I feel like an idiot. I, I, I don't know. Like, uh, I, I like the body wash. Um, one issue that i know you don't have that i definitely have is the body hair uh like uh you know the body wash doesn't leave you don't have definitely feeling your little hairs on it and um i just like that it doesn't leave like a soapy residue all over your bathtub i like to keep it neat but 
know, I do, I do, do hear mm. where you're coming from. I don't know, man. Get the soap, get it down in the anus, you know, <laughs> get a nice clean body wash. Oh, it slip, eh? <laughs> uh, the other thing I noticed because uh, I made a nice dinner last night and, you know, I have to get the recipe online because I'm a noob, but fuck, and Pinterest, it always bothers me. Every time I go look for a recipe on someone's food blog, they have like a thousand word short story before oh. getting to the recipe, like a little intro fucking history that. of this recipe going back to 1849. You got to scroll down then a million advertisements pop up. Maybe I shouldn't bitch because, you know, they're just trying to make a little, little cash with some ads on there. But uh, fuck, just give me the recipe. And I don't, I don't mm. need the background. I'll figure it out. Thanks. I was, I need, like, I was making a drink. So I don't long. remember what. And I was like, I just need to know, like, is it this ingredient or that ingredient? I was like, is it lemon or lime? And it's like, I went through like three articles and it's like, no, I don't want the backstory of a fucking, like, you know, a Long Island iced tea. Just tell me, like, <laughs> <laughs> like do I put the lime? Which of the five it? alcohols goes in first? <laughs> yeah, I fucking hate that, man. Man, I haven't had a like, uh, Long Island iced tea in a while, though. I know. I'm going to I'm gonna have to splurge soon because they're good and they get you there. Oh, my God. Well, it has all the alcohol. All the, all the blankets. We need some alcohol. We need some alcohol. So, uh, dude, sports looks like we're, I'm still a little bit skeptical that these things are going to happen without major, major hiccups. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. You got the scoop on the NBA. Why don't you lay it on me? We don't have a lot of real business news today, so we're going to talk about basketball for a while, guys. Yeah. Probably skip ahead if you don't want to hear it. Um, sorry, I just ate an olive. But, yeah, mm-hmm. basketball coming back around. It's looking good. Um, you know, like you said, it's uh, well, we don't know if we'll have to cut things short again. They're saying, oh, second wave. But a fun little podcast, little podcast, it's two and a half hours, but I checked out um, Tony Robbins' podcast on the COVID. It's very interesting. So if you guys want to check it out, it's very fact-based. Check it out. I'm not going to give my opinion on it. But NBA news. So they're saying they're, they're going to do it at like this Disney campus, which I didn't look too much into. But like July 7, 8, 9, teams are going to be like rolling in. There's going to be some training camps all of July, some scrimmage games. Um, and then starting the 30th is going to be the seeding games. So there's 22, there's 22 teams uh, set to be part of this, uh, this whatever, scrimmage games. And then there's going to be a playoff. So the teams that are in, uh, the, from the East, the Bucks, the Raps, the Celtics, the Heat, the Pacers, the 70 – this person, whoever wrote this article, put the 79ers. Um, <clears throat> The Nets, the Magic, and the Wizards. And then, of course, the Knicks not in it again. <laughs> and then uh, from the West, the Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets, the Yaz, the Thunder, Rockets, Mavs, Grizzlies, Blazers, Pelicans, Kings, and the Spurs. So a lot more, uh, a lot more from the West. A few more. Oh, sorry. And then we also got the Suns. So more from the West. Um, Suns? Yeah. No Warriors. They're going to get – yeah, aren't they the worst – wouldn't they have the worst record or – Yeah, 15 and 50. Yeah. So, 
that's those are the teams that are in. They'll play a, a, like a seeding games until the 14th of August. And then playoffs supposed to start August 30th and go to like October 13th. And then I guess they just start the next season right after. I have no idea. Yeah, I I hope it happens. I really do. I'm so skeptical though. Like, like will all the players show up? First of all, I'm wondering. And then I'm also wondering, like, what happens if uh, someone, you know, there's an outbreak or someone gets COVID. They have I mean, to like take them out and quarantine them. Like, what happens if LeBron gets COVID? Like, he can't play in the finals. Is well, that I'm, just accepted? I honestly. I think they're going to do – there could be, like, two things. Like, one, either they've – like, they, they're bringing them in to this Disney campus, and then, like, they're going to fucking lock them the fuck down. Nothing gets in or out. Like, you know, they have, like, food. Like, it's, like, it's all in one place. You're not flying around. So, I think it's going to be really hard for it to get in there, first of all. Second of all, they're all young, healthy athletes, right? Like, I'm assuming none of them have pre-existing conditions. So for a lot of these people, they're like asymptomatic. Like even if they, like they might just, like they might just hide it, you know? Yeah. But like, the problem is they're going to be tested. Concussions for years, you know? <laughs> like the problem is they're going to be tested like three times a day, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. So even if they don't, like they feel fine, if they test positive, I'm sure they're going to have to, they're not going to be allowed to play. Yeah. Or fake tests. Like they might just like, <laughs> like, you know? And, like, what is this Disney campus where there's all these basketball courts? Like, are they in fucking Disney World? Like, what is going on here? I don't know. But I do know <laughs> I was watching something. Or, you know, in the, in the Last Dance when he's talking about when they were filming Space Jam, which I watched recently, so good. They, mm. He was, like, the, like, a bunch of the guys went and they were just, like, bawling out that summer while he was filming. Uh, they so filmed they it in Disney have. World? Yeah, they, they like, okay. I mean, so they must have something like that. They have everything, like, um, you know? Mm, interesting. So, yeah. I hope, I hope it happens without hiccups. I mean, I could be down. Be for, great, but I could be down. So it I just seems like, I don't know, man. It seems like, you know, they have some NFL players testing positive, like on the Cowboys and Texans, uh, my keeper running back, my dynasty league or whatever. But, uh, yeah, I just – I don't know how sports, like, go on, like, completely normal without – there's going to be so many hiccups. Like, we just got to expect it. Yeah, I think uh, – I think we'll, we'll – it'll be interesting. But um, uh, I'm curious. But nonetheless, for my, my hockey bro, Spencer Air, I put together a little NBA quiz for you. Um, it's got eight questions, some harder than others. We'll rip through it. All right, um, try to get five out of eight. Yeah. That'll be a pass for me. Cool. So question number one, what do – this is less NBA, actually. What do all three Toronto championship teams across, like, the, the major sports have in common? Uh, which championship teams? Soccer. I mean, sorry, uh, baseball, hockey, and basketball. Uh, I don't know. So after every one of their first championships, the following season of that sport was canceled or postponed. No way. Yeah. Fucking crazy stat, eh? Mm. I did not know that. Yeah. All right. Question number two. Can you name the top five scorers 
of the 2000s, so from 99 to 09? Yeah, I could try. I could try here. What you got? See, that's kind of hard because some people I'm thinking of kind of played late 90s and early But you 2000s. can get it wrong. You got like 30 seconds to name okay. all of them. Kobe Bryant. Yeah. LeBron James. No. Really? Wow. Yeah. Um, Tim Duncan? No. Steve Nash? No. I'll give you clues. Jesus. Dwight Howard? No. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you their team names. 2000 to 2010, right? Yeah, like 99 to 09, yeah. Shaq? No. Carmelo Anthony? No. <laughs> you gotta go older. You gotta go older. Okay, you're gonna you're gonna hit you're gonna hurt yourself. Okay. Seventy sixers. Iverson. Yeah. Dallas. When did he stop playing? Uh Dirk Nowitzki. Yeah. yeah. Like bro, it's twenty twenty, you know what I mean? Like this is over this is twenty years ago to ten years ago. Uh okay. Celtics. Oh, I got this one wrong. Uh Paul Pierce? Yeah. Or Garnett. And rap slash nets. It's Pierce, Carter. Wow. Yeah, Carter. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Who has so uh, this question? Fuck it. I'm gonna fuck that one. Okay. Who has the most championships as a player ever, and how many? It's. I want to say it's just Bill Russell, but it's probably some random name. Is it Bill Russell with eleven? Yeah, Bill Russell, 11. Ding, ding. How many does Phil Jackson have in total? Two as, a, two as a player and... 11 as a coach. And two with the Knicks in the yeah. 70s? So 13, I guess. So on right. top. But maybe Pat Riley might have a lot. Too. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. Um, okay, top three assist leaders ever. Jason not, Kidd? Yeah. Steve Nash? Yeah. I know this one. It's an old guy, right? Yeah. Uh, John Stockton, number yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is Here, Stockton number one? Stockton's number one, then Kid, then Nash. Yeah. Okay. Now we're getting into some of the, the oddballs, okay? <laughs> All right, actually, okay, here's one. Which like Lakers player, so a player that played for the Lakers has the most championships. Okay. Um, Not just ne- for the Lakers. Right? No, it doesn't have to be just for the Lakers. Mm. I'm thinking like old. I don't know if that's correct. Rob, how many does Robert Horry have? Someone on those early 2000s teams that maybe came over from the Bulls, or it's like someone like Jerry West or something like that. I don't know. I, I don't know. It. It's, it's, I Rob, don't it's know. Robert Ory. He has seven okay. championships. Gonna, yeah. That's what I said. Yeah. It's Robert Ory, seven. Three, there's like two with the Lakers, three with the Spurs, two with the Rockets or something like that. Big shot, Bob. Okay, two more. Tallest NBA player ever. Yao Ming? No, this this gotta be Yao Ming, baby. Come on. Ma- Manut Bol at seven seven. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it was then, only seven six. There's but. also this other guy, George Morrison, but no one knows who he is. And then here's a good one. The yeah, I was he- gonna be third. The heaviest player ever. <laughs> Zion? <laughs> Shaq when he was like at the end of his career. So Shaq when he was with the Lakers was three twenty four, but Oliver Miller was the heaviest player ever at three seventy five. That's a big boy, man. <laughs> that's a big, that's, I had to Google that. I was like, no fucking way. That's a big for an offensive line. <laughs> I know. <It's> huge. <laughs> anyway. Imagine boxing out that boy. Oh, no my way. God. Guy, eat you, fuck. All right, man. Now I'm pumped. Now I'm pumped for this uh, Disney championship. Yeah. NBA. Yeah. Definitely getting pumped. So kind of with uh, – Everything that's been going on, you know, you've seen some uh, companies pivot some brands. Uh, just today we saw Aunt Jemima will be changing its name. And uh, Uncle Ben's will also be reviewing. Um, they haven't announced anything official, but they'll also be reviewing the strategic move around their brand. Uh, both brands kind of symbolize racism and inequality, um, obviously, with what's going down in the United States and also the world, uh, just kind of pivoting. By the way, do you know who owns both of these brands? Which parent company? Oh, I don't. So Aunt Jemima's own is Quaker Oats. Do you know who owns okay. Quaker Oats? I, I, I drink them like most podcasts. Drink them most podcasts. Like a co- I usually drink. I usually drink it. No. I don't know. Pepsi. Pepsi. Oh, there we go. Wow. Okay. Hey, Uncle Ben's actually owned by Mars. Fuck, they own so much. Mars is a sneaky one. Um, this is they own so many random like they own a ton of like pet food and stuff. Like it's yeah. it's hilarious that they keep Mars as the name of the parent company. I love it because I love Mars. Well, my my old boss used to work for him and I was like, Oh yeah, like what was your and he's like, pet food. I was like, What? He's like, Yeah, I was in the pet food decision. Yeah. Yeah, when you think of Mars, like the parent company, you just think of the chocolate bar. Yeah. He also, I didn't realize, but it makes so much sense that Snickers is just a Mars bar with peanuts in it. Yeah, and they own Snickers too, I believe. Right. They have to. Yeah, Snickers is delicious too. Yeah. So yeah, Aunt Jemima was like originally, it's like a super, super old com- uh, brand. It's originally based on like uh, Mammy. It's like a servant who like nurtured the children with her white master and stuff, so. Um, you know, I'm I'm pretty big Aunt Jemima fan. I buy the pancake mix all the time. I thought it was a good brand, but I, I definitely understand. You know, I don't want to be insensitive. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, what else is going on? Do you read this uh, eBay thing? This one probably one of the I funniest things I've read. I didn't see read. this, but yeah, let us, uh, let us know. <laughs> probably one of the funniest things I've, uh, I've read in the news all, all year. It's been, uh, I mean, it's not... I don't know if it should be funny, but to me it's funny. I don't care. And six former eBay employees were basically charged with cyber stalking. Um, so there's like this husband and wife couple who run like an internet blog and they comment on e-commerce sites and, you know, often it's negative against eBay or Amazon, which, you know, it's no big deal. Like uh, companies get negative press all the time and unless they have a ton of people in their blogs. I'm surprised. Anyways, it got to the uh, management of this company and these people just started like fucking with them um, over the internet pretty much. 
pretty much sending them deliveries of like live cockroaches, uh, bloody pig mask. I read like a pig fetus one yet one one place on one article. Why uh, all these like? So this couple who runs an, a blog wrote something like critical about eBay. Okay, the okay, that's what it was. And the people of management at eBay got mad, so they started fucking sending them like death threats in like subliminal messages, like with pig heads and fetuses that's in the mail and stuff. Sad. And uh, now they're finally getting charged. I saw some pictures, and uh, yeah, I just don't understand. Like these eBay, eBay management, like they must be making so much money. You know, I know it's not the powerhouse it once was, but it's still a multi-billion-dollar company. Someone with a blog writes something negative, like maybe try to like either read what they're saying, be like these people are idiots, or be like, hey, maybe there's some truth in it. We can do better. And you're rich at the end of the day. You don't need to. Yeah, that was a that was a crazy story, man. That is pretty fucking insane. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else we got here? Um, Grub. So we had some news. I think it was like two weeks ago. Was our la- the last pod we talked about it? Um, Uber Uber Eats was going to merge with uh, with Grubhub, but there was like some antitrust stuff now, and that's not going to go through. And now Grubhub is being said said to be merging with uh, European Just Eat, um, mm-hmm. and the people are more think this will be more likely to go through because Just Eat doesn't really have a presence in the U.S. Um, so maybe that'll go through. But uh, pretty crazy that they're just like you know just switch off like that. They obviously put themselves on the block. Grubhub did. Yeah, we're waiting to see who comes forward. I would be questioning the synergies in this deal a lot more just because I know it sounds very appealing and it probably is to have a presence in two markets, but to me and obviously to the regulators and everyone else, like it's way more appealing to have a 66% market share in the U S and just crush, um, skip the dishes or sorry, not skip. What's the uh, third one? DoorDash and just crush DoorDash, uh, eat their lunch. No pun intended lunch money for next day but yeah they wanted to be sold and i haven't really i don't know too much about just eat so i don't know if they have like deep backing and deep pockets like that but kind of is what it is i'm assuming they'll keep grubhub as an independent company and not just like submerge it under their own brand that'll be their american operations yeah maybe we'll see yeah there's a lot less fanfare about it this time. Yeah, I don't really know. Like, I don't really care that much about these <laughs> companies, you know? Um, you just want your food. Yeah, I don't even, like, I don't even order, order like, I'll get takeout, but I don't often get it. Um, get it, Like, I'm some shit-faced, you know? I'll, I'll get yeah. those apps, but I mean, it's, I'd rather just it, walk out to a place and grab some food. It's way right? cheaper. Right? You save on the... And it, it's more expensive now to get delivery than it used to be. No, it's so expensive. Like I rather like I have enough places like nearby. Like I get it if you're if you're far, you know. It's kind of hard like, now though with the pandemic, right? I haven't. I mean, no, it's even easier because restaurants that usually don't do takeout are doing takeout too, so you can literally get from anywhere. But like, um, can I call up McDonald's and they'll do takeout? Like, I don't know if that oh, works. Oh, yeah. Like, like most people don't have. But I'm saying to go pick, like to do to go pick it up. Like, I don't know if McDonald's, like McDonald's, you have to go in your car. But like a lot of the places, like the local places here, like the Portuguese chicken place, 
Yeah, it's just like call you just in walk, and you just walk yeah. in, you call before, like um, the pizza place down the corner. Like I have enough stuff nearby that it's like, yo, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go scoop, you know? Scoop it up. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean actually you know like in the US, like the patios and the bars are slowly starting to reopen. Here in Toronto there's they're not open yet. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. I can go for a patio beer. And yeah, like movie theaters are starting to slowly open at twenty five percent capacity. Yeah, I mean, is that I feel like that was like, like kind of as full the as same as before. before. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you guys, are, I, I no... really feel like now, like the like you go see a movie, like what it's like nineteen seventeen. You want like the IMAX special effect. Yeah. You know, but I, I think we've both been pretty adamant on this podcast. We both rather pretty much watch anything at home. Yeah, exactly. Unless it's like, unless it's like, you gotta see this in IMAX. Yeah, same shit. Like, uh, if I'm gonna see a comedy, I'd rather just see it at home. Uh, What's better, Jim, Jimmy's homemade popcorn or movie theater popcorn? Bro, I oh, actually, movie theater popcorn is really good. I can't get the butt like the butter that they have is just phenomenal. But like, it's hard That's to get so it good. like all over all the popcorn. Whereas like at home, I'm like I melt mm. the butter. Layer the bottom of the bowl, put the popcorn that's in, what, and then butter yeah, on that's top. what they don't do. Right? You gotta. I remember going to a movie theater in the states once, and they had to uh, serve yourself, you know, serve your own butter. And you kind of go, you if you fill half the bag up, and then you put the butter in, and then you give it back. They fill the other half up. Yeah, yeah that's the joy. Yeah. Uh, so you yeah, guys don't I'm, have a plan for for restaurants yet? Yeah, I think it's like. I mean, I don't. I didn't read it, but I know there's like a slowly. Uh, to start reopening. I just know the patios and everything near me downtown aren't open yet. Yeah. Cause I, I got like, I already got reservations for RuPaul at, uh, nice. at uh, Resto du Village next Friday. Um, <laughs> you know, we, we have to be like, like if you're not from the same household, you have to be like a, like a booth, like, or like a, a table over, you know, like you're not allowed to just pile it in, but fuck, I know, I know Papa Jay is getting themselves some, all you can, uh, some bottomless Aperol spritz and a fucking mm. fried chicken sandwich. I can guarantee you that. Oh, what a great combo. I know. Yeah. I can't, I would love to go for a nice patio beer or something, you know, Aperol spritz sounds good. Spritz. Yeah. Spritz. Um, yeah. But yeah, we'll see. I went for a little walk today. It was still dead, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like people here, like it's like, it's, it's, it's bumping here, man. The parks are a, a flourishing. And like oh, yeah. Montreal's like the good. seventh, yeah. like the seventh worst <laughs> city in the world, but we're fucking giving her, man. Yeah, I love it. It's really kind of taking a backseat. It's starting to come back now again that states is moving forward with reopening, and you're you're seeing in certain states like a massive uh, spike back. Yeah, well, I think which well, what, I feel like it's expected, but what what well, like there's obviously different opinions and everything, but I think what a lot of the data is showing, what a lot of a lot of people are saying is that it's really like it's very 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 much the older older population 70 and over and then people with pre-existing conditions that are having a hard time whereas for someone like you and i it's it's very low risk so i i think what a lot of people are saying is the plan should be like full throttle like let's keep everything going let's keep the economy going but let's protect the hell out of people who are at risk and like People like you and I should be out there on the battlegrounds, giving it our all and risking getting sick and, and you know, making sure that the elderly stay safe. Um, mm-hmm. 
Uh, like, I don't know if that's going to be the plan. Like, it seems like there's going to be a, a second wave, but uh, I don't know what the plan's going to be. But a lot of people have kind of been pushing for that. Um, I'm down for that. But, you know, I don't have all the facts either. So um, I'm just a guy. <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll just wait and see. But, yeah, in terms of, like, actual real business news, man, like, Things have just been kind of uh, swimming along nicely, uh, at least in the markets. It's uh, somewhat perplexing, somewhat, I guess, not perplexing. But um, there hasn't been too many, new, too much news. Like uh, earnings kind of wrapped up. Uh, we're seeing some optimism around reopening and all the brick and mortars, the restaurants, cruise lines canceled till September. Airlines still seeing, uh, you know, pretty dramatic drop off in year over year comparisons to passenger flights. But, uh, you know, a couple of the IPOs we touched on last week uh, debuted and they flew up. So I feel like we uh, were on the right side of those. Zoom Info, I think pretty much doubled its IPO mm -hmm. price. Vroom, vroom. Vroom, vroom in my room. Also a nice <laughs> debut. Yeah. But it's also like, uh, you know, I always say it's, it's, a, it's a big product of the environment you're in when you're launching your IPO. Uh, seems like stocks go up every day. So there's easy money out there. It's always a good time to launch IPO when there's e easy money. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, oh, I saw like, uh, I guess we'll touch on it quick, but um, Walmart partnered up with, uh, with Shopify. Nice, nice Canadian tech company. Um, your boys over there at Shopify. Um, I think it's, it seems like it's mostly like a customer sharing and like integration thing. Uh, not, not like there'll be like a, like a merger or anything like that, but, uh, still, still interesting. Um, especially for, for the yeah. Canadian folk. Yeah. Walmart just kind of expanding its, uh, third party marketplace, add some Shopify sellers. There's some really impressive e-commerce stats Walmart's had. Uh, really nice growth over the past few years. Yeah. Slowly catching Amazon, but uh, yeah. That's, that's, Walmart, uh, Walmart used to get a lot of negative press, and now that Amazon's taken over, Amazon gets it all, and you know Walmart's kind of building back up again. Yeah, it's all it's all in the highlights. It's all in those it's all in those five word subject lines that everyone freaks out over. You know. <laughs> Uh, you can be in the news and vanish oh so quickly. Slide under the radar. Um, one company that I know that you were uh, really hot about, um, and by hot I mean not super interested in, but more like pissed off at or had some had some sentiment towards was uh, Nick Nikola Motors, the car company with the insanely high valuation and no sales whatsoever or in the near future i don't know if you wanted to touch on that or if you give less of a fuck than the rant you gave me a few days ago <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't want to rip these guys too hard too hard but uh i'm gonna do it anyways just quickly <laughs> because they just it's people need the people need to know and and first of all i'm, I'm often wrong and i could be wrong on this too although I'm very confident I'm not. Um, so basically Nikola Motors, yes, it's, it's named after Nikola Tesla. It's founded, in, 
So pretty much named after Tesla, founded in 2014 with goals of um, using, I think, like natural gas, maybe, and hydrogen and batteries to power the cars. They had like a truck prototype released. It switched from like electric to just hydrogen. They kind of juggled all over the place. Anyway, so the first thing is we are going to understand they want to disrupt the trucking industry by using hydrogen fueled trucks which will basically refuel at hydrogen fueling stations. And um, so imagine the same thing as Tesla with charging an electric car, but it'd be for hydrogen fuel. I don't think I need to go into the argument of hydrogen versus electric for the future of uh, automobiles and trucking, because I don't think I'm the right person to give that debate. I've read a good amount. I'm not a scientist, I'm not a chemist. I've read a good amount of articles about it. I'm, tend to think that electric is the better solution for the future and obviously it's the one that's prevailed so you know it was always seen as like what will be the future of um, transportation will it be electric or will it be hydrogen and it seems like electrics won that battle for now at least and i just think in general like we've just started accepting electric transportation um, to make another leap and start using hydrogen fuel, which seems insane. But putting all of that aside, um, even if you think like, okay, this has a lot of potential, the technology, I think hydrogen could be better than electric. This company, which unveiled a prototype in 2016 for its truck, has not made any more trucks, has not sold any trucks. They just have reservations with small down payments, if that, that they're, they're hyping up. They've already announced that they're gonna take reservations for a uh, pickup truck. So the first truck I'm talking about is like the big uh, semi-trucks, like the rigs, transportation. They started taking reservations for the semi-truck at the end of June, and it's just pictures. They don't even have a prototype, and they're throwing all these numbers out. People always uh, rip on Tesla for like hyping up all their products. But the one thing they don't really do is like, they don't really announce like a car and then four years later have never made it and announce a new car and start hyping that. Like it's usually one at a time, there's a progression. Then, so that's just a red flag for me. Like why are you not already making trucks out there? Why are you selling this? Why is there no prototype yet? You're claiming all this breakthrough technology without a working prototype how are you testing it how do you know that's breakthrough technology and the range you're about to get and then the amount of money they're going to need to build out all these hydrogen fueling systems like tesla burns so many billions of dollars building out the charging system um so you're going to build out these hydrogen charging systems which is going to take an insane amount of money and they have no experience with like producing a car or anything they're essentially going to use a third party to help build their cars. So they'll go to another manufacturer and be like, hey, build our trucks, build our cars for us. Yet the first line of their perspective to go public is, we are a vertically integrated company. That's the complete opposite of vertical integration. Like someone else is building their, their truck. Someone else is helping them build their hydrogen fuel stations. Like what does Nikola do? I watched a video and it's like three guys sculpting a shape of a, like with clay and like little things. Like what the fuck is this? And then the actual leader, Trevor Milton, just, I oh man, this guy just seems like a piece of shit. Like people comparing him to Elon Musk are insane. Like Elon had very public and knowledgeable 
companies that he had founded or helped work at, mainly being PayPal and the first one that he sold to Yahoo or whatever, 300 million. You can go on Wikipedia and see it. This guy, like his Wikipedia is nothing. And his previous companies are super sketchy. Like he got thrown out of one. He had to sell the other one for like pennies on the dollar, like natural gas, random stuff. He's just like a serial crazy entrepreneur. I'm not saying he's not smart, but like this guy's like a college dropout. I'm not saying that matters either, but like I don't think he really compares. Like it's apple to oranges. And the fact that they didn't even do a traditional IPO and they had to do this reverse merger, which yes, Virgin Galactic did it, but they did it with Chamath. He's like a legit, a legit investor, a very respectful respected this is like a random shell company um and yeah they're just obviously in this market it's just been bid up because people are speculating they think they look at tesla and think it's way too high of a stock price so they're gonna plow money into this the thing is i would be very surprised if they even deliver one truck ever and i wouldn't be surprised in two years if this thing's a penny stock so um yeah, I'm wrong all the time, but this thing just has major red flags. And the fact that they haven't made any deliveries or really like shown any like prototype, like I just don't really buy any of their performance. I think it's just all smoke and mirrors pretty much. And yet we're valuing them at $25 billion. It's, it's insane. Like Neo, which is seen as a Chinese Tesla, is valued at like five, six billion. And they've had like quite a few deliveries. They have like two, two models going out to the public. Yeah, it's uh, plus the <laughs> the CEO sold at ten dollars a share. He got like seventy million before the reverse merger happened, and the thing's at like sixty five. It was valued at like three four billion. And anyways, I think it'll be in a single digit stock in the next two years. And uh, I just don't don't believe in it. I really don't. So there you go. <laughs> the, just, I don't want to rip garbage. this company, rip this, dismantle of everything. It's, it's just pure hype. There's, there's nothing. The emperor has no clothes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I'm Anyways, we'll see how it plays out. I, yeah, I'm definitely I've curious been, to see how it plays out. Many, many times. Yeah, that's what I like now. We're on like episode sixty, and we've seen some some of these like predictions or. These calls just like we see oh, them yeah. play out, which is always fun. I've seen them explode in my face. I've said, I don't think Netflix, I think Netflix stock has peaked and then it's like raced to new highs. I've, uh, you know, always been skeptical on Shopify's valuation, completely wrong. Said Peloton was a piece of shit. You disagreed. You were right there so far. Zoom video never got the valuation. The thing is a fucking rocket ship. So we'll see. Hopefully this one goes in the way we work. Yeah. Could be the next we work. Um, I think, I think that kind of covers everything. I didn't have much more to add. I am gonna, I didn't chill tonight. Send this over to you and uh, catch the last little bit of rays of sunshine, make some dinner. And that's it. I think for me, or you got, you got anything more to add over there? Nope. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> you don't rent it out there, right? Like you look exhausted. I, mean, I, have, I could go on for an hour. Like I miss so much, but this thing's just so many red flags. I mean, it's, it's just, oh, 
I can't believe this thing's allowed to attract public money at this stage. Anyways, let's get out of here. All right. So from all of us here at the Business Boys, thanks for joining us for our 60th episode. It's been a ride. There'll be many more. Uh, but for now, we'll check you later. Peace out.